It is a glorious looking day today that is going to turn to crap later today. But today is what we call a pressure Friday. I'll explain. Stay right right where you're at. Because I think it's an interesting discussion. Uh, Good stuff today. Um, I'm excited. Today's the first day that I've felt relatively normal since last Saturday. So that's good. Woke up feeling a lot better. The the bats are out of the belfry, so to speak. So uh, that was kind of eye-opening this morning. And the... (laughs) I hate to say little stupid joyous things like this, but the scab that was on the end of my nose that made me look so horrifically bad, uh, I guess came off in the middle of the night. And uh, there's new skin under my nose, so it's healing. And hopefully by Monday, the cameras will be back on. uh, And that'll be good. So I'm excited about that. So that's something to look forward to, at least for myself. Uh, and uh, also you got a lot of good stuff going on this weekend. So much stuff happening in the state of Wisconsin and you got sports back. You got baseball back. You got the bucks back in the hardwood. You got college hoops to get excited about. I mean, there's so much going on. Uh, the admirals continue to win 17, 18 wins in a row. The goal is shut down. If you've been paying attention to that tomorrow night, they've got a game at, uh, the UW Panther arena. And the record is still intact by the time they come back home. And I didn't think it would be, but damn. They are uh, only a few wins away from setting the all-time record in the AHL. So uh, congratulations to the Milwaukee Admirals who get yet another win. You've got uh, a country concert after the Admirals game tomorrow night and next door at the Fiserv Forum tomorrow night. you got Blake Shelton in town, so it's a busy night in the downtown area of Milwaukee. You've got the auto show. you got the World of Wheels going on at the Wisconsin Expo Center this weekend, so there's a lot in this area uh, anyway. But uh, congratulations to the Admirals. Uh, we're going to hear from the new defensive coordinator today. Going to hear from Matt LaFleur today. So we got a lot going on. Mike Clemens in the final hour of the program. Uh, Brewers baseball is back at it, and I'm excited about that. Uh, sat down yesterday and watched for a while the Dodgers and the Padres, even though the Dodgers just blew it out early on, eight runs in that first inning. But it was just good to watch. sit down and watch baseball. It, it was just it was so much fun. So much fun. So I'm hoping that I am cleared to, to fly and maybe I can make my way out to uh, Maryvale before it's all said and done. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, but all of that, all of that going on. But good day to you on this Friday. If you want to get a hold of us, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You can also find us uh, over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, Grant Bills at Wisco Grant. Grant off today. The more than capable, capable one, Ebo, uh, filling in today. Ebo, you feeling okay? You doing all right, man? The vo- I lost my voice yesterday, Bill. So, but we're we're, we're coming back slowly but surely. Okay, Feel, feeling good though. You, was from sickness or just you, you and the wife going crazy and screaming and yelling out of the apartment door? No, none of that. None of that. No, I, I went to bed Wednesday with a little tickle and I woke up and literally had no voice. Uh, just, oh boy. Other than that, I feel fine. I don't know what it was. Well, I can hear okay. it a little bit, but we're on the mend. We're doing all right. I thought you guys were screaming for more beer or something like that in the, <laughs> in the, in the house. Not that you were fighting or anything. It's no. Just you know, she may have uh, been screaming you, something else. Oh, there you go. You the man. <laughs> that that deserves a high five within itself. hi so, uh, so you've got that going on. Uh, Grant off today, back at it on Monday. If you want to hit us up on Instagram, The Bill Michael Show on Instagram. Same thing over on Facebook, uh, The Bill Michael Show. Same thing on TikTok. You can find us there. YouTube, simply youtube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. You can find the same thing on Twitch TV, Kick TV, LinkedIn TV, and uh, email the program. And that is uh, our friends over there at thebillmichaels at gmail.com. 
uh, website, simply thebillmichaels.com, and then you've got uh, the Zone app, the Zone Madison, the Zone, Z-O-N-E, the Zone Madison app. You can take us anywhere and everywhere. Follow us after the fact, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts as well. It is Pressure Friday, and I, man, what a great discussion. I have not been out of the house. Last night, I have to admit, I went, uh, some friends of ours had called and said, hey, we had some dinner on the uh, on the docket. Do you guys still want to go? And I really hadn't been out of the house since I took the tumble, and I didn't want to go out because I'm, I am I was pretty hideous, but I said, you know what, I, I'd love to go. So we went to a great place called Union House, which is down in Genesee Depot, and, it, and the food there is absolutely fantastic. So we went down to Union House and, and had a terrific meal, but got into the discussion of pressure. And you may be going, okay, what are you talking about? Who has the most pressure to win in certain leagues? And then who has the most pressure in the state of Wisconsin to win? And it, it, it was kind of like one, one of those things that made me think. Um, because the Brewers, are they playing with house money? I mean, for what they did with Craig Council, now it's Pat Murphy's team, and it's a young team. They're not expected to do real well, at least according to Vegas. Many of us think that this team should at least get to 85 wins-ish, something like that. We, they should be contending for the Seattle Central. You got the Bucks, who traded for Damian Lillard, have made adjustments since, fired their head coach, and now they're on the stretch run, nine or ten games back behind Boston, who just continues to win. It's like it's like it's like it, Boston's the Eastern Conference and everybody else is invited to breathe their air at this point. But can the Bucks actually, with everything they've done, all the moves they made, the expectations they had, do they have the most pressure to win? Then you look out to Wisconsin and you say, okay, is it Greg Gard? Is it Luke Fickle? Luke Fickle's bringing all this, you know, high end firepower talent as far as the, uh, you know, the mental collaboration of coaching staff goes. You've got Shaka Smart and what he's done with Marquette and where they are right now. How deep do they need to go into the tournament to win? So, then the next question becomes, they fired the defensive coordinator. They had a hell of a run into the postseason this past year. Is it now the Packers who have the most pressure to win? So, and I can make a case for everybody, but who do you feel in this state? We'll start in the state first. In this state has the most pressure to win, has the highest level of expectation to win. And I know... The majority of the state doesn't really look over the fence to see what Marquette has going on, but they're number seven in the country. And if they end up knocking off Georgetown, if they end up knocking off UConn down the stretch here to finish out their season, they're, they're probably going to be sitting in the top five by the time it's all said and done. If they should happen to win out, which it's harder, you know, easier said than done, it's very hard to do in the Big East. But what happens if that happens? How much pressure does Shaka Smart and the Marquette Golden Eagles have going into the tournament? How much pressure does Greg Gard have to go from number six in the country to falling out of the top 25 to put it all back together and make it look like the team that we saw in the first half of the season? How much pressure does Giannis have with Damian Lillard? It's his team down the stretch. He's got to realize it. We got Doc Rivers. We got a guy in the house now that knows what the hell he's doing. All those things, how much pressure do they have to win? The Brewers, the Packers. I mean, I can go on and on. So who has the most pressure in the state of Wisconsin, to win. And it's one of those debates that I loved because last night everybody had an opinion. 
Everybody was kind of like, no, no, no. It, it was It's this guy, and, and here's the reason why. you got to win now because Mark Murphy's getting ready to exit the Green Bay Packers. He wants another championship. This is it for Matt LaFleur for his defensive coordinator hire. If this doesn't work out, they may not go, in a, they may not go with another D.C. They may go in a different direction. I mean, how much pressure does Doc Rivers have? Does Doc Rivers have a lot of pressure? Because he was brought in to kind of fix this team, but is the team really fixable? Is it just the non-cohabitation of personalities that has made this thing different? Is it the ability to pull that that lazy aspect away from this Bucks team and actually put them on a path in which they're going to be successful? So, so, so much good stuff to kind of chat about. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Or do you look at Matt LaFleur and go, hey, great job. We saw the Matt LaFleur offense. We saw things come together. We saw your quarterback excel. We saw young wide receivers step up, tight ends step up. The offensive line became cohesive. You feel like you got a piece, a lot of pieces in place. What really needs to happen? Goody's sitting there saying, look, I got all these draft choices. I got all this draft capital put in the defense. It wasn't getting done under Joe Barry. So we're going to make a change. We're going to make a change because now this guy is going to really take the keys, turn the ignition on, rev up that engine that is supposed to be this defense. It should be a top 10 defense easily, right? Will they be? Is the pressure on Goody because of the talent that is or isn't over on the defensive side of the football? There's a lot of stuff to go with. And then, you know, there's always the the loud voices that are Greg Gard. There's the loud voices that want to see Wisconsin football really begin to ascend, but their schedule's brutal. So how much better are they supposed to be? Where's that pressure coming from? A lot of good stuff. A lot of good discussion last night. So I want to know. I want to get your thoughts. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. And you can find us uh, again over on uh, via email, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. We'll uh, pay attention to uh, everybody over in the live stream today. Uh, already a good amount of people over there, but we'll pay attention to everybody's thoughts there as well. So looking forward to that. Um, Brandy right away says the team with the most pressure is the team that's playing that day. Brandy, that's a cop-out. I want to know right now in the state of Wisconsin, with all the eyes on so many different things, Packers reign supreme. We all know that. But the Bucks where they're at right now, the failure, I mean, Giannis took offense to it. Giannis's comments are basically, hey, if we win by 10, we're supposed to win by 20. If we win by 20, we're supposed to win by 30. If we win by two, we're supposed to win by 10. And I get that, but there are teams that you have no business even toying with, and you had to struggle to get past them. It's the NBA. Teams make a run. Teams play, show up, play with pride. They play harder against good teams. Okay, yada, yada, yada. But when you see Boston blowing out teams, and even Philadelphia blowing out teams, and then you are either losing to or struggling with these teams, you, you begin to question, how good are you? How cohesive are you? This was supposed to be the added firepower of Dame was supposed to put you to a whole other strata, and it hasn't happened. And in addition to that, your defense sucks. And the coach got fired. And now you say, well, we've got a guy in there that's he's got the mindset, man. He's prepared. He knows what he's doing. Okay, but do you have the heart to really do it? Do you have the, the the intensity? Do you have the lack of laziness at times? So do you have that? 
I'm excited for the Brewers, but I I think the expectation for the Brewers has been set so low that people are going, ah, they're not they're really not really going to amount to much. But to me, I think it's the division. You got to be fighting for the division. Do I think they're going to win a championship? No. Could things happen? Maybe. I don't think they have the starting pitching to win a championship. But that doesn't mean that they can't make a deal down the road to bolster the starting pitching if they're in it or if they're really playing good baseball and they just need some better arms. So I'm excited about that. But I think there's pressure to win the division to kind of pick up where they left off with the winning ways from Craig Council to Pat Murphy. So there's a lot of things in this state to be excited about, but who has the most pressure to win and have success? 877-867-1670. That is going to be our discussion today. Don't go anywhere. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Potawatomi Hotel Casino, and they have got it all going on. They have got to the food court. They have got great restaurants inside Potawatomi. Then the gaming, whether it's the slots, the game, uh, the gaming tables, uh, or bingo upstairs. They've got the sports book that is, uh, you know, getting the, the big one's getting ready to open. But uh, the sports books, the kiosks and such are open, uh, and there's lines for those things. So, I mean, people are into it. So if you want to stop over to Potawatomi, that's a great reason as to why. Plus, you can do it all under one roof. Stay and play, as they say. Go to PaysBig.com. That is PaysBig.com. That's Potawatomi Hotel Casino. Stay tuned. Who has the most pressure? Coming up. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, the home opener for the Milwaukee Brewers. We are going to be live down at Steny Second and National Walkers Point. Looking forward to it. Hopefully, you're going to be a face in the crowd. It is, what, our fourth year, traditionally, fourth or fifth year now, down at Steny's. Looking forward to it. Um, I think the doors open up at 10 when we go on the air, and uh, 10 or 11, and uh, you can come down, get a Bloody Mary, you can do wings, food, whatever. And then uh, jump on the Brewers shuttle and head over to the game. Uh, they have shuttles to damn near everything. So this weekend, I'm sure they're going to be running shuttles to Mama Tried and Blake Shelton and all the other events going on in Milwaukee. But if you stop over to Stenny's, you can also catch the shuttle and check out all the Brewers games. Head over there. Bucks games as well. Marquette games. Admirals games. They do it for everybody. But Stenny's second and National Walkers Point, home of our opening day broadcast. Going to be a lot of fun, and hopefully uh, we see you down there as a face in the crowd. We're going to be joined by Chuck Freeman from the Lockdown Brewers podcast, uh, Kevin Holden from CBS 58 in Milwaukee, as we do every year, and uh, getting ready for the game. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. Stenny, second and National Walkers Point in Milwaukee, and the new one at Lake Country on Watertown Road in Pewaukee is uh, getting ready to open as well. So looking forward to all of that stuff, all of that stuff from our good friends over there at Stenny's. I think the home opener... Uh, I'd have to check, uh, for all of you that are actually online looking at it, but I think the home opener is what, April 2nd, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think that's what it is. I think it's April 2nd at home. I'm not positive. I'll have to take a look at it, but I think that's what it is. I think it's a Tuesday, April 2nd. So we'll check. 
877-867-1670, If you want to chime in, feel free to go ahead and do so. Who has the most pressure right now in this state, in this state, to win? And win um, because I don't think the Badgers need to win a championship. I think the Badgers need to make a showing in the tournament. Uh, at least get to the round of 32. I think that's fair. 32, Sweet 16, somewhere in there. I think Marquette is probably get to the Elite Eight, where they sit right now. Easier said than done, but I think to the Elite Eight. I'm not – anything above an Elite Eight is just gravy. Um, but I think that's kind of where our expectations should lie. I think the Milwaukee Bucks had better find themselves in an Eastern Conference Finals at the very least. For what they've done – for the chips that they pushed into the middle of the table, I I think that it's it's that's what people have circled. At the very least, you went out and got Damian Lillard for God's sakes. And if if you if you didn't do it to win a championship, what are you doing? I mean, you know, our expectations should be a championship, but for what we've seen, does anybody really think that they're a, a an NBA Finals team? Probably not. Probably not. Not at this point, anyway. So I'm kind of thinking, okay, you know, we'll uh, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt, but just just get to an Eastern Conference Finals and show the progress that at least you should be making over the next twenty something game stretch. Uh, you've got the Packers, and the Packers went into the divisional round and should have beaten San Francisco. I mean, if you really want to dare to dream, you take any one of those plays in that game. And that puts them in Detroit for an NFC Championship game. And I still think they had the ability to beat Detroit again. I just thought they were peaking at the right time. I just thought there was a couple of mistakes that they made. And any one of those plays go in their direction, and they're talking about heading over to Detroit for an NFC Championship game. And then possibly, you know, ending up out in Las Vegas. So I, I think the sky is is really high for the Bucks and or for the uh, Packers. And... New defensive coordinator. They're going to change things up a little bit. You, you've got second-year talent now coming of age, third-year talent now getting it. Second year for your quarterback, uh, fully under center. I'm, I mean, Sean Clifford's even tweeting out that we're ready to go. I mean, it's you know, I'm, I'm thinking, do we? I don't want to say Super Bowl or bust, but what would the expectation be? NFC Championship game? I think that's fair. I don't see any, a whole lot of other teams right now in the NFC like taping, taking leaps and bounds forward, you know? So I'm looking forward to that. There's an expectation there. We talked about Luke Fickle and uh, the uh, Badger football program and what they have going on, and I th- there needs to be a, an uptick in wins. But do I think that they're going to, you know, win the Big Ten? Doubtful, but there's got to be a better showing. And you got to see him in top 25, and I think that's what the expectation is. I think that's what the expectation is. Then you've got, you know, Greg Gard, the basketball team, like I said, at least get to the the Sweet 16. And uh, then there's the Brewers. And I don't think I, – I, I think that, you know, if the Brewers come in – I think the Brewers at the very least should be a wild card team. At the very least. If you don't win the division, do enough to win the wild card. I mean, you've got a lot of competition because the West is really good and the East is really good. 
And will there be a couple of teams that have a resurgence? Cincinnati's going to be better. We know that St. Louis basically went all in on veteran arms. So that's either going to be a, a wild success or a dismal failure. And do we just look at the Brewers? You know, somebody said, hey, if the Brewers just, even if they don't win the division, as long as they beat the Cubs, we don't care. Okay. Do we look at the, their season next, this upcoming year as just, hey, stay ahead of the, stay ahead of the Cubs and we're good with that. I'm not, I'm not quite there. You know? 877-867-1670. Um, Rick says the, uh, the Badgers must go to at least a Sweet 16. If not, changes need to be made. Um, Rick says, who has more pressure, the Lions or the Packers? Now, Rick, you're getting ahead of me because once we figure out pressure within the state and we kind of label it, then you start to get outside and you say, okay, who's got more pressure, the front-running Boston Celtics, who have been there all season long, or the Bucks, or even if you want to go to the West, is it Denver to repeat? Is it Golden State? Because we all know they're coming to an end. Is it the Lakers and LeBron again? Is it KD and company and, and, and such out in uh, out in Phoenix? They didn't bring KD in to be you know third or fourth place in the uh, in the West. I mean, there's there's a lot of pressure there. Who's got the most pressure, in Major League Baseball? You know, the Cubs better believe it. I mean, they went in all in on an eight and a half million dollar manager. They they took the manager from the Brewers, who was supposed to be the the sabermetrics and statistics guy and the analytics to be able to make everybody better put you in a better position to be successful you know is it the lions or is it san francisco because yet again you've got another shanahan failure in the postseason and he's won big games no doubt but he had a bad decision looked bad doing it when his team wasn't knowledgeable when it comes to the the overtime rules even though i don't think it meant as much as people made it out to be it still was just a bad look in general or is it some other team that's out there. Is it the Jets and Aaron Rodgers? Who had, how much pressure does Aaron Rodgers have coming back this year? So we can get into all of that, too. But right now, I'm looking in the state of Wisconsin. Just looking within the state of Wisconsin. 877-867-1670. Uh, Lance says, Bill Greggard hasn't been to the Sweet 16 since 2017. Has failed to make it out of the first round in five of six years, minus the COVID year. I agree. I agree. No argument there. None. There's been some good teams that haven't performed up to the, the level of expectation. This team didn't have a ton of expectation. There was a lot of unknown. You knew that they had talent. You didn't know to what level. And you saw that talent early on this season. Now, is that talent underachieving? Or is that talent kind of falling back down to the level of which you expected them to play to begin with? And that's the question you have to answer. And if you say, well, the talent I never expected to be that good anyway, they far exceeded themselves, exceeded themselves going all the way up to number six in the country. Okay. Well, if you believe that, well, then the expectation has to be lower, but they did raise the bar. You, you, you can't argue that they did raise the bar. So I, that aspect of it's intriguing. There's a lot of good stuff, a lot of good stuff to nosh on, so to speak. Um, David says, I don't know, for me, uh, 2010 was a lot of fun. Green Bay was the last team into the postseason and then won it all. That was incredible. To me, it's all about making the playoffs. Yeah, but there are there are expectations. You know, when you look at teams and you say, who is playing better than whom? The Packers were playing better than a lot of teams. I mean, when you talk about pressure in the NFL, there's no greater pressure right now, to me, than down in Dallas. None. 
You got Bill Belichick looking over your shoulder if you're Mike McCarthy. Dak Prescott has taken it from all ends. He's got an owner doubling down. He's got players in his own locker room that have whispered things about him to the point where family members have come out against him. Even other guys are saying, you shouldn't be taking all the money. You better be giving us a team-friendly deal. We need to keep some of these people. We need to put more people around us. You got Micah Parsons basically saying, you know, hey, I played good. We're all going to get paid. We're fine. He's our guy. And in the meantime, you got a, a Hall of Famer in Emmett Smith saying, all you guys care about is your Instagram and your TikTok and your podcast. You haven't won jack. And that's true, 100%. So down there, there's a ton of pressure. Today is a pressure Friday. I like this. It's a great, great discussion. A lot of people over on the uh, live stream chiming in as well. Uh, let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Don't forget, coming up after the top of the hour, we're going to hear from the new defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers, also some uh, from Matt LaFleur as well. Mike Clemens joining us in the last hour of the program today. we got a lot of stuff going on, and it's a pressure Friday. A pressure Friday. So, uh we're going to get into that discussion even deeper. And if you want to take a load off, you can do it at Stoley's Hog Alley out in Lake Country. The Fish Fry Friday is back. Not that it ever left, but now it's back in full force. We all know it's Lenten season. They have a terrific, terrific fish fry. If you have not been to their fish fry, highly recommend it. Get there early or just be prepared to wait a little bit because they get a, a huge crowd and people just love it, enjoy it. But the, the beer is really cold. The tube is going to be lit up tonight with sports, and the fish fry is just dynamic and fantastic. That's uh, Stoley's Hog Alley in Lake Country uh, right out there in Venice Beach Road. Or Stolzel 109. They also own Stolzel 109 in Watertown. Same great food, same great atmosphere, great people, great owners. That's on County Road R in Watertown. You can't go wrong. Stoley's Hog Alley in Lake Country, Stolzel 109 uh, in Watertown on County Road R. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Hey, Wayne, shopping for a new door? I sure am. This fiberglass door is really strong. We love ours. Do you need something more dependable? Yes, something that's durable, dent-resistant, knows how to take a hit and is going to last for years. We're still talking about the door, right? Uh, oh, yeah, right. Of course. Wayne Larrabee and Jeff Levering shopping together at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin? What could happen next? How about 0% interest for up to three years? Or no down payment, no interest, and no payments for up to 18 months? I'm Gina Della from Pella. This incredible offer from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin is only available until February 29th. So hurry! We offer a wide range of window and door styles to perfectly match your home's unique design. Start customizing today with 0% interest for up to 3 years. Or no down payment, no interest, and no payments for up to 18 months. Only at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. to have you on board hey if you are a veteran military member family member and you're thinking about maybe a mortgage a refi maybe a new home or uh you're selling your existing and moving into a new place uh and you are looking for somebody who really really knows how to work with va loans and how to work with military members and such uh you, you, because there's a lot of 
credit unions out there that say they do, and my buddy James Mercado tells me the horror stories of credit unions that really don't understand it. There's a lot of nuances to it and how much he can save those because you got to navigate all the governmental stuff, and they they take classes on this. They study this more than anybody. It's Veterans America. Call them, 262-745-3333, 262-745-3333. Again, 262-745-3333, the top VA lender for homebuyers. He uh, gives me stories all the time uh, of people that they had a great deal. They signed the deal from a credit union or a bank thinking they got just a spectacular, you know, deal for the VA side of things. And then when they start to find out what some others are paying, they're kind of like, eh, did, did, did they do this? And it's not that they lied to them. It's just they don't know all the nuances to it. So by the time James and his crew get done, they end up saving them three, four, five, eight hundred $800 a month on different mortgages. So get a hold of James Mercado, 262 Anywhere in the state, 262-745-3333, 262-745-3333. That is Veterans America. Again, 262-745-3333. The most pressure, pressure today. Um, let's do this. Uh, we, by the way, we got uh, Matt Miller coming up a little bit later on today from ESPN, the draft guy. Going to be joining us at about uh, a little bit, a little bit less than an hour from now. We're going to talk with him uh, about the upcoming NFL draft. We've got Ryan Wood, the Green Bay Press Gazette and PackersNews.com, going to be joining us uh, in about two hours from now. As a matter of fact, we'll talk with him uh, about Halfley and what he had to say, and the Green Bay Packers in general. And uh, we got Mike Clemens in the final hour of the show today. So an NFL-centric show, but I want to know pressure-wise, pressure. Who has the most pressure? to win right now. That's what I want to know. Uh, our buddy Kevin says, good morning, Bill. Uh, glad you're feeling a little bit better. I think the Bucks are the one with the most pressure right now. It already has showed with the firing of Griffin. Let's hope that the team shows up for the stretch run in the end of the season. Side note, heading to the fishing expo and looking at the vendors list in Saul Burn Pit Barbecue has a booth. Do you have a favorite or a preference on what barbecue sauce to get? They have a sweet and spicy. I, I got to go get the name of it because all of their barbecue sauces – uh, have like uh, military names, so I'll run down. I've got it in the uh, my my uh, pantry downstairs. So during the break, I'll run down and get it, and I'll let you know. But go see our guys, Kevin. Go see our guys and say I hear you guys all the time on the Bill Michael Show. They love it. They love it when you do. Uh, Greg and those guys are are fantastic people. So go say hi to them. Really good people. But uh, I I can't disagree with you. Bucks have a lot of pressure, no doubt. 877-867-1670. Our buddy Steve. Steve today says, hey, Bill, in uh, my mind, the team with the most pressure by far is the Milwaukee Bucks for all the reasons you stated. Doc has to get them to play some defense and hustle at both ends of the floor. Yes, that does mean offensive rebounding and blocking out for defense. On the other hand, the least pressure is on the Brewers. I like it that they're kind of flying under the radar right now with the new additions, Reese Hoskins, Gary Sanchez. And they have some pop there, and in the young guns like Freelich, Mitchell, Cheerio, Black, and Ortiz, all being on the field, and Mizorowski, the fireballer, and you got a great mix of veterans and youngsters. Have a great weekend. That's our buddy Steve in Ridgefield. I see. I don't know. I, Vegas put them under the radar, but did Brewers fans? I mean, I look at it as they got to do the same or better. They got better at first base. Like you said, they got more pop. The guys that came up played well last year. The only thing they lost was one season of Corbin Burns, which is which is big, 
and then a half a season or a third of a season of Brandon Woodruff. Other than that, not a whole lot changed. As a matter of fact, in some areas, they might have gotten better. So I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm seeing something completely different, and some of you are at the end of the season going to go, okay, 77 wins, told you so. I, but I just don't see it. I just don't see that. I'm excited about the Brewers this year. I think the Brewers should be contending for the division this year. And I, like I said, the Cardinals, that is either going to work or be a total disaster. I don't think there's a whole lot in between. Cincinnati is going to be the wild card. Because Cincinnati, if they got any pitching, that team can rake. And when you're playing in Great American Ballpark, and especially when June, July, and August hit, they got pop, they got speed, they're exciting to watch. And once the ball starts flying down there, look out. So I, I Cincinnati, if they have any pitching at all, that's going to be the X factor. They're going to be the monkey wrench in the whole deal. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Rusty says, hey, Bill, it's the Green Bay Packers. They always have and always will have the most pressure on them to win and win now. I agree with you. It's Super Bowl or bust this season. They proved that they can win in the postseason. They made their own mistakes and cost them a chance to get to an NFC Championship game and possibly another Super Bowl. It's their own mistakes each and every year that cost this team continuously. It's not other teams beating them. They have the most pressure. That's from Rusty. Here's my question, Rusty. At the beginning of the season or even the midway portion of the season, do we really expect the Packers to do what they did? I'm, I'm glad it all came together. Don't get me wrong. And I agree with you that it, it's – it's you, God, ever since 2014, you look at you look at this team and you're like, God, it's it's all their own mistakes. The mistakes against Seattle, the mistakes they made against Tampa Bay – the mistakes they made against San Francisco twice. Now, there's a couple of times they had no business being in the NFC Championship game. Going out to San Francisco and losing there when Mostert ran wild all over them. Going down to Atlanta and just getting boat raced down there. They shouldn't have been in those two games. They weren't that good of a football team. But against Tampa Bay, you take the Aaron Jones fumble out of the mix. And Aaron Rodgers deciding not to run the football in. Hanging on to it. Forcing it to Devontae Adams on three straight plays where we all knew the ball ball was going you know some of their own own worst enemy i that i get that i get matt lafleur in the game against san francisco in the playoff game at lambeau field in the snow globe not making a change on uh, the special teams not going back to what kind of what got him there offensive line wise sticking with the guys who were just now coming back from injury after being out for a long long period of time uh the offense going into a shell after mercedes lewis fumbled it, it just it was their own mistakes I, I get it. A lot of their own problems. So, and then this, you know, dropping of, for sure, interceptions. Keyshawn Nixon, you know, Darnell Savage, they, they, they dropped those, they, they picked those balls off. It's a whole different game. We could be sitting here today celebrating a championship. Who knows? But kind of gave things away. I agree with you, man. Let's go to Dave. Dave, welcome to the program, man. What's happening? Good morning, Big Union. Nice to talk What's happening? How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm going to give you a unique perspective today. I'm going to go from the bean counter's point of view, so to speak, and I want to compare the Brewers and the Bucks. And I'm going to tell you up front, the Bucks have the biggest pressure, and here's why. 
Okay. They need they're right now they're a ticket time They're an oldie team. You got Chris Mills still out with an ankle injury. I mean, they're they're getting old and they're breaking down a little bit. So their their time is now to win a championship. Because I'm telling you, in about four or five years down the road, they're gonna be an average team. Yanis uh, might still be around, but they're not gonna have a championship caliber team. And here's the thing coming from I live in Caledonia out in the suburbs. Right now I can risk going to downtown Milwaukee and seeing the Bucks and maybe take a risk of my car getting broken into or some of the crime problem that Milwaukee has right now. Right, right. now I can live with it because they're, because they're winners. But in a couple of years when they're just an average team, I'm not going to take that risk. Whereas if I go to the Brewers game, an interesting thing is the cost of going to a Bucks game right now compared to a Brewers game. I can take my family to the Brewers game, and yeah, they might not be the, the winner. They might not be the level of losers. They're right in the middle. But they're in a safer area, and they're a lot cheaper. I can afford to go see the Brewers, and whether they win or lose, I'm going to have a good time. When I go to see a Bucks game, I'm afraid my car's going to get broken into. There's going to be crime after the game. I mean, look what happened after the championship. You, you had the shootings on Water mm-hmm. Street and stuff like that. It's a chance down the road. Right now, because the Bucks are winning, people are willing to take that chance. But let's have an average Bucks team in a couple of years. I have concerns that they're not going to be selling out that stadium. And that's kind of where we're coming from. Yeah, I appreciate the phone call. I Look, uh, the, the crime in downtown Milwaukee, it's tough. I get it. Um, I, I, mean, I don't know. I can't argue it. I had a friend of mine that you know parked up the street, uh, was in what he thought was a secure lot, got broken into and everything. I mean, you know. Um, the one thing you can uh, rely upon is if you're parking in the parking garage over by the trade, uh, they have security there. So actually crime's not there. Uh, if you're parking on the street, yeah, I guess you run the risk depending on what kind of car you have. I I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Milwaukee, uh, that's a reputation. That's, that's up to the mayor. That's up to the police chief. That's up to the common council. That's up to them to, to fix and, you know, judges to be voted out. So, they get harder on crime. I mean, I don't want to get to the political political aspect of this, but that's on them. I agree with you that wait, look, Brewers, same thing though. I remember going back to County Stadium days where there'd be ten thousand in the stands. You know, the Brewers don't win. That's a that's a white elephant too. But the Bucks will be relevant for as long as Giannis is here. The the Bucks have a. A, the one thing the Bucks have done extremely well is they have cultivated a young group of followers. They've done that extremely well. The problem is, we, right now, we in this area have optimism. So we're, we're, we're paying the tickets, we're going down, it's a place to be and be seen, all of that. But when it doesn't become fashionable anymore, all of that money begins to dry up. The corporate money begins to dry up, the casual fan money begins to dry up. If Giannis leaves, you got to really figure out who your next face of the franchise is. Uh, and again, that's way down the road. But I agree with you. The NBA as a whole, though, and we talked about this yesterday, has a little bit of an image problem right now. They are flailing, trying to figure out how to get more viewers, more eyeballs, more interest in the game. And what happened in that All-Star game was a tragic catastrophe. It was a pathetic joke. And the problem is the guys playing the game, are making so much money, they don't care. They don't care about the hand that feeds them because they've got generational wealth. So they don't care. They've got theirs. They don't give a damn about the game and what it's going to be like for those that are up and coming because the money is ridiculous. And I'm not, look, I'm not in any way, shape, or form pointing at a player and saying, you shouldn't get yours. Not at all. But when you give people generational wealth the 
the FU money they have and the care they have tends to dwindle. You want guys like Giannis who want to win, who want championships, who that that's what they're there for. The money is just a byproduct of what it is they do. But they got some problems right now in the NBA. And, and there's still more eyes on the NBA than ever, but the, the growth that was projected for the NBA has fallen woefully short of the mark. And now they're trying to figure out why. And it's because, to me, it's the play on the court. I mean, ultimately, you can look at a lot of different things. You can look at imaging. You can look at a lot of different stuff. But ultimately, it comes down to your product. Because people can look, they look at all the shiny lights and everything going on around them, but if the product sucks, they start to turn away. Everybody will try something once. But if the product's bad, the experience is bad, the yawn factor is there, they don't come back. The casual fan doesn't anyway. And that's what they were banking on. Uh, let's do this. We're going to stick, uh, we're going to stick around. We're going to continue with the pressure talk. Got a lot of stuff coming up as well. Good day today. Good day today. Stay tuned. We got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends at The Nice Ash Cigar Bar. They've got entertainment tonight, good bands tonight, good bands tomorrow. They got, if you want to go down and watch the game, you can do that tonight, tomorrow. They got baseball on the tube down there tomorrow as well. Stop in, uh, whether it's during the day. I think they open at noon, uh, during the day or at night. Go down and be entertained. Bourbons, whiskeys, all kinds of local beers on tap down there as well. 13 different flavors of hookahs including a huge walk-in humidor as well. Uh, Nice-ass cigar bar, 323 West Main Street, downtown Waukesha. Stop in and tell Joette and Ricky and everybody we said hello. Ready! This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Do you love winning? This February, head to Pottawatomie Casino Hotel, Milwaukee, and fall head over heels with the Love It or Leave It $400,000 game show. Thursday nights, you could play the Love It or Leave It game show, where you can love your prize or leave it for another. Play with your club card to earn drawing entries. Top prize is ten grand in cash. It's time for Love It or Leave It, only at Pottawatomie. Learn more at PaceBig.com. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play. to have you on board today hey by the way to everybody that responded over on uh facebook instagram and such um started looking yesterday because next year super bowl is in new orleans so i thought well i'll go check and see and they already have the prices up for next year and the prices in new orleans are crazy they're they're the prices in new orleans are actually more than la which is just bananas but uh, New Orleans is, is uh, Ebo, you ever been to New Orleans by any chance? You ever been down to the Big Easy? I've been to New Orleans when I was a kid, Bill. Um, funny, we, I think Jen and I are just planning a trip there, um, in April actually. So, yeah. Um, I, and New Orleans has changed from the last time I was there. I was there probably 15 years ago and it's changed a lot. And there's areas that used to be good that aren't and aren't, you know, areas that weren't and that, that are, I don't know New Orleans anymore. And so I kind of said, hey, if anybody knows around New Orleans, let us know. Because I, I went to rent an Airbnb, and some of the houses are just really cool houses. 
And then you look at the area and you see, cause I go to like, there's, you know, police blotters and stuff you can read yeah. about certain areas and, and you start to read some of the, uh, some of the descriptions of places and you're like, I can't go there. You know, it's, you know, cars are broken into and, you know, the neighbor got shot or, you know, I mean, whatever. So, uh, cause some of these houses, they go in and they fixed up, they fix them up, but they're in really depressed areas. So the pictures look great, but. When you look at the front of the house and it's got ten security cameras on it, you're like, okay, I, I can't stay there either. You know that type of thing. So, yeah. what do you, what do you plan on going? Because I think I'm going to go late April. I'll let you know some spots. But well, I was, we're going for Super Bowl next year. Oh yeah, I'll let you know some spots because I think I'm yeah. going uh, late April, early May. Okay, so yeah, that's what we're going to do. We uh, we always rent a house and we're you know, already looking for you know a four three four bedroom home and um you know so yeah we're uh, we're kind of looking. You ought to you know what if we get a bigger house, you guys ought to come and do the morning show. Yeah, Super Bowl. Be, that would be fun. I would be. I would just party. I would just carry on yeah. the hangover. Never just hurricanes, yeah. hurricanes all day, and some pole boys and yeah. super uh, sports talk radio. Why not? So that'd be it. Uh, that'd be the way to go. But yeah, we uh, we're, we're looking at renting a house, and I'm looking anywhere from three to four bedrooms, and something that sleeps about six to eight people. And there's a limited amount. Some of them you find you're like, oh man, this is beautiful, and then you click on it, you're like, holy crap, I can't stay there. <laughs> you know. Because you look at the, the the ratings for the place, and you're looking at a beautiful home, but it's got a two star rating. It's because of the crime in the neighborhood. You know, one of the places I looked at, beautiful. It was a four bedroom home, had a small pool. I mean, it was stunning, old style. You know, you know, type of New Orleans home uh, near the the ghost tours and such. But uh, the guy said sleeping in the middle of the night, bullet holes in the window. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap! I can't stay there. Bill, last time I was so, there, I'll tell you this. Uh, I found out uh, there was like these two look like uh, exotic dancers. I would say they're about yeah. like six three, six four. I remember yeah. saying, "Mom, those are some really tall women." And then they got yeah. they got catcalled, and yeah. let's just say they did not have a ladylike voice. It was no. a, it was a she was a man, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no, but now I think yeah, they're women now. So yeah, I, I don't <laughs> know what the hell's going on. But I agree with you. I agree with you. We got one hour down. We got three yet to go. We got a whole lot happening. Stay tuned on a pressure packed Friday edition of the Bill Michael Show. We'll be right back.